Hey, welcome back to the Ruby Dev Summit. Uh, we're here doing another interview. We are talking to Kinsey Durham Grace. Uh, Kinsey, welcome to the summit. Awesome. Thank you so much for having me. And yeah, excited about it. Yeah, definitely. And we've had you on Ruby Rogues as well and talked about all kinds of different things. So yeah, definitely exciting to, to have you on and get your opinion on this. Um, I've asked everybody the same question, and I'm curious what your take is, what you're excited about. Um, what What is the future of Ruby? Yeah, um, you know, I think there's a lot of different ways that you can take this question, you know, whether it's mm -hmm. technical, whether it's the community and different things like that. Um, also, full disclaimer before I start talking is I have my five-month-old baby next to me, and she is... Um, making noise. So you might hear her or you might hear me <laughs> pop out just so I can put her pacifier back in her mouth. But, uh, you know, maybe even taking this question to like, how, where would I like the future of Ruby to be? Um, yeah. But, you know, I think part of that, and I actually gave this talk at RubyConf um, this past, or was it RailsConf? It was RailsConf last year of like having the Ruby community be more inclusive of mm -hmm. um, parents and caregivers. So right. I think that this is a perfect time for to you know for that plug just because I am um, I do have my baby next to me and it's always stressful trying to do things um, with them so yeah I think uh, the future of Ruby I would love to see it really truly becoming that just a place where you know we can have kids running around in the background of our calls and mm -hmm. different things like that um, we talk a lot about in my talk, like just putting things on your calendar that you don't think about um, and blocking time off for that and having your teammates do that, your manager, mm -hmm. that sort of thing, even when it's like personal things. Because um, I have to feed her, I have to do all that. And it just right. really makes a big difference when you have a community and you have coworkers that um, are supportive of that. And yeah, because... Um, if any of you have been parents or caregivers, it can definitely be a big source of stress. So just having it be mm -hmm. a place where having the Ruby community be a place where that's accepted. Yeah, um, I, I definitely yeah. identify with that. I'm, I'm just going to jump in here for a second because, um, I mean, yeah, my wife, uh, she works now, but generally, you know, she took care of the kids while I worked, but I was working from home. So mm -hmm. I'd have kids come in or they'd need something from me or my wife would take off for a week and I'd have to be there for my kids but you, you said parents and caregivers and that that hits me a little closer to home um i lost my dad what six and a half years ago oh, and sorry. yeah it still hurts but um he it got to the point where he really couldn't drive himself to doctor's appointments or um you know i had to take him to dialysis three times a week and things like that oh, wow yeah, you know, you you do. You you don't think about that stuff until it's, oh man, I've got to figure out how to, you know, be there for him and then be there for the kids and anything they've got. And, you know, if if you're a full-time caregiver like you are with your, you know, with your kids and yeah, it, it gets tricky. And you know, I, I get that, yes, it complicates things as far as like scheduling and stuff goes. But yeah, um, I, I think I think we're getting to a world where people are a lot more understanding of that. And so as long as you're good at communicating it and saying, hey, this is when I have to, you know, be there for my kids or this is when I have to do these kinds of things. And then, hey, I had mm -hmm. this thing come up. 
yeah, I, I think things are getting better and, and talking about it, being aware of it, I think is important. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I have, um, you know, full-time help here, but my son, he's two and a half and he won't go down without someone holding his right. hand right now. So my mom is with <laughs> him trying to put him <laughs> down. So it's like an out and I have the baby and I can't, it's hard to do this call. So it's just, um, you know, all the things, but yeah. And it was interesting, you know, we always, your mention of caregiving is like, we always think of it being like parents for their children, but a lot mm -hmm. of times it ends up being, you know, other loved ones that like you were saying, um, driving to doctor's appointments and different things like that. So, yeah. um, that's been top of mind recently just because I've been on parental leave, um, mm -hmm. and that sort of thing. So yeah. And especially if you hear my baby in the background, so full, no, I think uh, it's great. Full disclaimer there. And, yeah. um, let's see, but as far as like other things, I, I've recently joined the board of Ruby Central, so I'm really excited mm -hmm. about uh, different things going on there. Um, I'm specifically, you know, involved in things like the meetup community for Ruby mm -hmm. Central. And um, since I just joined and just starting to dive in, sorry, I'm just going to grab her. Nope, it's all good. <laughs> and um, please don't say hi to everyone, Kylie. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're famous now, kiddo. <laughs> Yeah, so um, we really want to create a place that people can go if they're starting a Ruby meetup or mm -hmm. really I see this year specifically in the Ruby community. Uh, that's definitely what I want to talk about first, just because that's what I'm really passionate about and something right. that I like. And I know that there's been a lot of like technical things. Um, so just kind of adding a different flavor to it. But you know, the Ruby community really kind of coming back this year as far as like mm -hmm. in-person meetups go, in-person events, different things like that, which I think was such a big strength of the Ruby community. And then after COVID, right. you know, a lot of those things kind of ended. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, so really trying to bring things like Ruby meetups back and supporting right. people who want to start those. So either resurrecting them or creating new ones, you know, making it easier for people who want to start a meetup in their area to find other like-minded people. Because when I was first um, learning Ruby and, uh, you know, becoming a part of the community, those local meetups were huge for me. And, you know, the conferences, just attending those, I met so many people um, that are just, you know, amazing. And then also it's really helped me as far as like finding my career and like jobs mm -hmm. and just how important networking is. Um, and we have such an influx of people who are coming from diverse backgrounds who are learning Ruby, who, you know, I think could really benefit from having these types of, um, in-person connections in order to, um, you know, thrive and, you know, find their career and yeah. that sort of thing. So I'm excited about that, working on that with Ruby Central and then, um, Bridge Foundry, which I don't know if any of you know what that is, but it's if you've heard of rails bridge mm -hmm. uh it's typically where we've done you know weekend workshops where people learn from you know different underprivileged backgrounds who come and learn um i'm sorry she's really being hard um who come and learn <laughs> rails for the weekend um kylie really um so we have that has definitely been uh put on hold at, since the pandemic and that's, you know, coming back and workshops are going to be 
starting again, that sort of thing. So, um, yeah, I'm also really excited about that. So I see that as like a big, uh, recurring theme of things like, Hey, you know, there's, um, we really value being with people who are like-minded and, Mm -hmm. you know, in the Ruby community, I mean, um, and just kind of having that community space back. So I'm really excited about that for, uh, this year in the Ruby community. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I, I agree. I, I think that's amazing. And, uh, honestly, the, the meetups played a big role in, in my ability to get in and, and be involved. And I've seen so many other people that, you know, kind of on that same track and yeah, the local meetup here in Salt Lake, they, I mean, we haven't met in what, two, three years. And we've tried to start it a couple of times. I think honestly, um, I think one of the big things that'll push it through is just having somebody want to spearhead it. And yeah, providing mm-hmm. resources for that, that's awesome. So I'm I'm definitely excited to see where that could go. And then you also mentioned the conferences. And man, this year, I think I looked at the list and there were like 30 conferences or something on rubyconferences.org. Yeah. I mean, wow. So they're really coming back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And there, there, there used to be a local conference here in Salt Lake called uh, Mountain West Ruby Conference. Yeah, and I remember that. Yeah, I mean, it was just, it was amazing to be able to get together with people, you know, about half, maybe a little bit more or less half, uh, were people from the local community again, but we had all day to get to know each other. And then we got to bring in experts from the wider community and people who just wanted to be in Salt Lake for that conference and, you know, got to meet them. And it was, it was always such a great thing. And, I, I see so much energy in the, the community. I went to Rails World. It was the same thing. I mean, just oh. people excited to be there. And yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That's great. Yeah, I definitely think that's going to be a big theme this year. And I haven't felt that, even though, you know, it's been a couple of years since COVID. I feel like it's been, this is the year where those things are really starting to come back. Um, right. So, yeah, I'm really excited about that. And it is, you know, there is a big barrier to entry as far as, you know, starting a local meetup just because you have to pay out of pocket unless you already have a sponsor, but that sort of thing. And, um, you know, Ruby Central wants to help facilitate that, you know, and we're looking into doing fiscal sponsorships. So you don't have to, you know, register as a nonprofit and Mm -hmm. that sort of thing, Um, creating resources and just making it a lot easier. Um, Because even, you know, creating a meetup page for your new meetup costs money that you'd have to pay out of pocket. So. Um, yeah, I would love to see some work there. Um, but yeah, you know, as far as the language goes, I'm just, I'm excited for Ruby in general at a high level, just because it seems like there's a lot of interest from really big companies. You know, Mm -hmm. what comes to top of mind is, you know, GitHub, Shopify, Stripe, you know, big companies who are, um, you know, investing in Ruby, investing in Rails, investing in, um, open source in that area. And I think that it's super cool to see because, you know, there's always talk of like, oh, Ruby's a dying language and it's um, on its way out. And I'm like, all the websites that you're using on a day-to-day basis are running on so Ruby. True. So yep. Um, yep. yeah, I was surprised. I've been at GitHub for almost, or uh, over three years now. And mm-hmm. um, uh, just a ton of Ruby. And it's really cool to see just because I do love the language and I love the Ruby community, especially. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And it is, you know, one of the most used websites in the world. I think 
every developer probably knows what GitHub is. And it's really amazing to see at scale it operating at the scale that it does. Truly is really cool to see and be a part of. And, you know, I don't I don't think it's a dying language for that reason. And I know, you know, big companies like Shopify and Stripe are heavily using it as well. And that's what's Mm -hmm. keeping those sites up running and um so I don't know. I just think that the future really looks bright for not only the Ruby community, but also the language in general. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, another thing that we're doing on Ruby Central is really trying to get, you know, investment from the bigger companies into it for um, to make sure that this language doesn't go away and that sort of right. thing, just because there's so many people uh, who are relying on it right now. So, yeah. Yep, absolutely. It's it's really interesting too to see because they, yeah, they invest monetarily, but they also invest like a lot of the um, innovations that we're seeing come out of um, it, Ruby in particular, but some to some degree in Rails, uh, out of like Shopify or some of these other places, right? They're they're paying people to work on this stuff full time, mm-hmm. and it's stuff that we all benefit from, which is really awesome. And then, you know, just just the energy that people have for hey, it's getting faster, it's, you know, better concurrency, better, you know, wh- whatever the feature is that you care about. Yeah, it. it I, I really don't think it's going anywhere either. But uh, the other angle on it is how many people are starting new things in Rails. Yeah. And they're, they're, or, or anything else, right, related to Ruby. And there's a ton of that too. Yeah, I'm not as well in the loop as far as the new things, um, you know, coming out and that sort of thing. But yeah, mm-hmm. we definitely, um, I've been in the last couple of years at GitHub introduced to gems that I had never heard of before that really mm-hmm. like affect what we do at scale and just making our, you know, right. rails monolith applications better. So I feel like those are new to me, even though they're not really new to the, um, you know, to the community in general, but, uh, yeah, just seeing just a tooling we have in Ruby, I think is, yeah, is, I, was writing Go for a while at my previous job at DigitalOcean. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, the tooling in Golang is just not where it's just not as easy to right. use as Ruby and things like that. So um, it was interesting to kind of go to, into that world and just be like, oh, go back to Ruby and be mm-hmm. like, ah, oh, it's like so, so nice being back, right. I guess. <laughs> so. Yep, absolutely. So you talked about um, kind of the meetups initiative with Ruby Central. Are there mm-hmm. other things that are going on at Ruby Central that you're excited that are coming or? Yeah, I, you know, it's cool. We have um, a couple new people on the board and we have, you know, a lot of OG people or, mm-hmm. you know, Marty specifically who is stepping down. Um, but I like yeah, Marty. I think he's a good guy. Oh, he is. He's the best. And he's really been, you know, behind Ruby Central for a really, really mm-hmm. long time. So he has very big shoes to fill. And we're definitely not going to be able to fill them, but just, you know, bring new perspectives and energy and things like that. Um, So, yeah, it's exciting to be a part of. Um, I think really getting the organization in a place where it can, uh, you know, continue to grow and operate and, you know, support financially conferences and things like that. Those are a huge, a huge ask. yeah, so it's also the membership program, I think, is going to 
Um, if you're not a member, um, definitely look into that. Just being able to support Ruby in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously initiatives to get more um, funding from corporations and that sort of thing. And yeah, Rails, the CFB open for Rails Comp, which is in Detroit this year in May. Mm-hmm. So that will be exciting um, and different things like that. And then RubyConf will be in Chicago. The dates haven't been finalized for that yet. Um, right. But yeah, so, you know, continuing with those conferences and I think some newer initiatives and things like that that haven't been finalized yet. But yeah, I think a lot of exciting things coming from there um, since we have this like new, uh, new, new people, that sort of thing. I'm new, so I can't really speak to that sort of thing. But um, yeah, really excited about it. And also, you know, wanting to grow partnerships with other organizations mm-hmm. that are doing great work in the community, um, I think is also something that's important. But yeah, I think for me, I'm really excited about the meetup portion just because that's, like I said, was a big part of me finding my community here and then in the greater uh, Ruby community and just feeling that acceptance when I hadn't felt that way in other, right. in other languages. So I just think that's such a cool, you know, Miniswan, all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just such an important part of it. And it's cool to see that that is not going anywhere and really still holds true. And just how inclusive the conferences can be. And um, yeah, I mean, there's always room to get better and improve. But right. as far as, you know, conferences go, it is, I think, because I've been to other language conferences and things like that. It just is, I don't know, really nice to feel not like an outsider. So, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. Um, You mentioned like finding new gems and things like that. I'm I'm curious if there are things that you're seeing come out in the ecosystem or things that you're discovering in the ecosystem around Ruby that... I don't know that tickle your fancy these days. I don't know. I don't know if they even have to be new, but. Um, I'm trying to think. So yeah, the gem, you know, working at GitHub and having people be like, Oh, have you tried, you know, this gem and that sort of thing? Or have you ever worked with this before? And, um, has been super cool and interesting. I feel like I've learned a lot, especially at scale and that sort of thing, like Mm -hmm. having, uh, decision that you make uh, and kind of feeling the consequences of that later, I think it's right. been um, super interesting and cool. And um, yeah, it's also just nice to have to work at a company where there are a lot of Ruby experts and things like that. Yeah. So um, that's been pretty cool. Um, I'm trying to think of specific things that, yeah, like I said, I'm not very up on like, oh, this new gem came out and it's super mm-hmm. cool. Um, but I've also been on parental leave for the past five months. So I feel a little yeah. um, removed from the space. But there are um, a couple of the gems that um, I had never heard of before that we recently started using and have completely mm-hmm. like changed how we're writing code specifically on the team that I'm on. So I work on mm-hmm. the deploys team. And so we are responsible basically for all the deployments that happen at GitHub, Mm -hmm. which um, has been super interesting to me just because I love like the infrastructure portion of it. But I also like the, you know, I get to write Rails um, because our 
uh, application that handles all that. We call it Heaven. Um, is <laughs> written in Rails, so it's I it's perfect place for me to be because I love DevOps. I love that world, but I don't. But I also really enjoy you know writing code and that sort of thing. So, sorry, that was a long tangent of what I was getting at. Um, but like gems like AASM, like a state machine type mm-hmm. gem, I had never yep. heard of. We recently implemented that. That's been cool. And then I'm totally blinking the name. And this is bad, but I, like I said, I've been in mom world for the last five <laughs> months. So Sorbet. Okay. There we go. Wow. Yeah. Sorbet. Um, yeah. Which so came I out of Shopify. Been, yes. Back and I have never used that before. Yeah. So, um, crazy what it's yeah. you know sometimes it's kind of annoying because it's like you know like a compiled mm-hmm. language it's like hey you can't do that i'm like no but i can uh yep. but the gem tells you no so um we um the tech lead on my team lawrence who's great he implemented that um and we have you know a lot of people at github who are big proponents mm-hmm. of it and you know have done days of learning on it and that sort of thing so it's been super helpful but um, I would say that Sorbet has really changed uh, our monolith that we are using for the better. And mm-hmm. it's pretty cool. It's a really cool gem. So yeah, thank you Shopify for putting that out. And uh, But I don't think that's new. I think that's been around for what? Five? It's been around for a few years, but there's still yeah. other type stuff coming. So, you know, who knows where that's all going to head. Yeah. Are there things that you're excited about that you can... Tell me about that are coming that are new <laughs> since I've been well on, on the on the type front. Um, so I talked to Sotaro Matsumoto, mm-hmm. and he's writing uh, the RBS, which is Ruby types. Um, oh, cool. Okay. Uh, I guess there's some fundamental philosophical uh, disagreement between him and Matt's because um, it, it's kind of explicit the way that Sorbet is, as opposed to um, you know just having it infer types. And and uh-huh. you can do a lot of that stuff with like type prof and things like that, um, you know. But it's interesting to see where it could go, right? And what it could do for our tooling and things like that. And so, I, yeah, pretty excited about that. And and I've talked about some of the other stuff. And I'm going to be doing my own kind of monologues each day of the summit to kick it off and say, hey, this is what I see coming for the Ruby language or for the Ooh, Rails perfect. community or for things. So, I'm excited. So so people those. can stay tuned for that. And then, um, yeah, I've I've been working on a few kind of semi-stealth projects that i've been talking about a little bit on the summit as well so oh um, yeah so exciting stuff but yeah um a lot of it's just the performance stuff in in ruby and then yeah a lot of the other things coming down the pipe that just make it easier for us to do things like you know from deployment all the way up to writing code that is better easier faster for people to use so that's awesome that's super exciting and yeah, it's just, uh, I feel like we're in the golden age of team development. I mean, last year was a little rough for being in tech, but I mean, mm-hmm. as far as like tooling goes, um, yeah. you know, we use actions all the time, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a fan of Visual Studio and, you know, all the things that we can do in there, Copilot, different things like that. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, you know, <laughs> it yeah. wasn't that long ago that people were writing code. That I, This wasn't, this was before my time, but um my dad was a computer science major for a little bit and he always has mm-hmm. this these stories about how like it was in punch cards and then he drops his <laughs> back of the index cards and yeah so yeah. it's just a lot different now yeah my my parents um it's funny because neither of them were computer science majors my mom was a math major and my dad was a chemistry major but they had to take some computer classes 
And yeah, they they complain about the punch cards too. Not <laughs> anything I had to do. And I'm I'm a little older than you are, but yeah. Um, yeah. So I think it's um, yeah, just a tooling that's coming out in general, yeah. not just specific to Ruby, but um, I think is cool, but also scary. You know, <laughs> it's yeah. like oh, um, but yeah, it's still you know using Copilot and things like it can't mm-hmm. write on its own. It just helps you. I feel like more with like redundant test writing. I think is a big right when um syntax things you know stuff like that but as far as like big high level just it's nowhere you know you need yeah so um it's just i think a nice help a small help on the side you can see you know yeah um but yeah yeah but those those tools continue to get better and so it takes more of those things off your plate so you can do the parts of it that are in my opinion at least more interesting so yeah. And the places, you know, in the areas that I want to get better at and yeah. that sort of thing yeah. versus like, you know, inundated with like, you know, an RSpec test or different things yeah, like that. Boilerplate, so, things like that. Yeah. But um, yeah, so I think it's, I think it's exciting. And um, I had really never used actions before and mm-hmm. I really like GitHub actions. And I know a lot of people are using that for deployment and different things like that. So yeah, um, yeah it's just really cool. All the stuff that we have out there and that sort of thing but um yeah i'm excited for this year specifically for ruby um and is this something that you're gonna do every every year i'd like to yeah cool um i'm also looking at doing summits on different aspects of the ruby community so you know maybe doing one on rails or one on ai or one on building a SaaS or something like, I don't know. Oh, cool. That's awesome. So, yeah. so many things that you can yeah. do. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, you know, I'm just so passionate about the Ruby community that I'm just really excited for it to feel kind of like it's back. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and as great as, you know, doing virtual things and I love that, but it's, you know, it'll be nice. It's nice to see people um, and that sort of thing too. But at the same time, you know, going back to like the whole caregiving and parenting thing mm-hmm. is, um, it's hard for me to leave. So I don't yeah. want to feel like I missing out on things or I can't get as far in my career because I, you know, need to be home with my family. So, right. um, yeah, it's a double-edged sword, I would say, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah, well, and it's, it's interesting too, because not every company can afford to let somebody take months off. And so, Totally, 100%. I, and I I don't know where you draw that line. I I you know, I, I don't want to make the companies do it, and I don't want it to necessarily be an expectation if they can't. But it sure is nice when they can. So I I don't know. Yeah, it's interesting. So, and that's specifically you know I wanted to work for a bigger company because I knew I you know I right uh, starting a family and that sort of thing. Um, and wanted to have that flexibility of where I could work for a bigger company that could, you know, support Mm -hmm. that. Whereas, you know, my husband owns a small business and it's like for them, if he takes, if he takes parental leave, it's like, there's no one there to do the work. So it's just, you know, interesting. Thank you, mom. (laughs) So, um, yeah, it's, it's, um, I think just kind of knowing where you're at and trying to find the right fit for you for what you for what you need from a job. And I'm hope I think last year it wasn't it really things were weird where you couldn't pick where you 
wanted and get the benefits that you want. And that's usually how it's been in tech. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but this year already feels different. You know, I feel like job postings are opening up, like things are getting better. Whereas last year was pretty scary. So, you know, maybe it can go back to like, you know, (laughs) the Mm -hmm. employee being able to dictate, uh, where they go and, um, you know, just being able to write code is a really awesome skill that is marketable to any company and, you know, a bigger picture, higher level than just, you know, Ruby this year is like, hopefully, you know, we go back to that in the tech industry as a whole, where, you know, employees are treated the way we're kind of used to being. Yep. Uh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, um, cause yeah, it's important, but yeah. Well, and, and to your point, um, I've kind of had the benefit outside of the big companies with one major exception. I worked for Morgan Stanley for a year and a half uh, during okay. COVID. Um, oh, wow. And, you know, yeah, I, I want people to be able to chart their own course, right? So you're mm-hmm. in a stage of life where you're saying, yeah, you know, the parental leave benefits and things like that are really important to me, right? For, for me, that's not a thing. And it wasn't a thing when my kids were born. But, you know, and, you know, like I said, my dad's passed, my mom's in pretty good health. So, the caregiver thing isn't a priority for me in how I choose what I do, but mm-hmm. I'm looking for that adventure. I'm looking to create that freedom for other people and things like that. And so that's that's the beauty of where tech has been for a long time is that for you, you can find something that fits and works for you. And exactly. I can go off and I can find the adventure that I'm looking for. And maybe yep. somebody else is in a completely different situation where you know maybe they don't live in the US or this or that or the other, and they can find a situation that works for them in the time zone and community that they live in. And, it, you know, the, the sky's kind of the limit for that. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And that's, you know, one of the things that's amazing about working in the tech industry is that you could find that and yeah. really have it yeah. fit for your lifestyle and where you were at in your lifestyle. Cause yeah, cause before, you know, I was working for a small startup and when I was in my early twenties and it was mm-hmm. just so fun and that was exactly yeah. what I need and could, if, if the company went under the next day, I wouldn't, you know, I'd be totally fine. Right. I wouldn't care. I didn't have like a family that depended on me. Right. Um, but it's been really cool to work at different types of, you know, smaller companies where you really have your hand in everything and then working mm-hmm. at bigger companies where you become very specialized. And, yeah. um, but for me, you know, just getting to see the scale, like at GitHub has been really cool, um, yeah. for me personally, um, seeing that where I wouldn't have gotten that at a smaller startup. Um, but yeah, I think. Uh, and I hope we're going back in that direction where we can choose that because last year didn't feel like you could. So, yeah. Um, but I don't know if that was your experience too, but yeah. Last yeah. I don't years, know. Really. But the other thing is, is what I find is there's always a silver lining as well. So mm-hmm. uh, what you find is a lot of the companies that maybe weren't as stable that had to lay people off and things like that. Right. They, they get to a place where now they're solid and so now when they bring people on, they're in a better position to take care of their people. And so, yes, it hurts for yeah. a year or hurts for, you know, however True. long we've been going through this COVID thing and yep. post COVID thing. And, you know, and so now we're, we're getting hired by healthy companies that really understand the core of who they are and know who they want to bring in. Yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. Um, yeah, it's. I like the whole silver lining and everything because yeah. I agree. Yep. All right. Well, I'm going to let you go get back to your regular life. Um, <laughs> but before people wrap up, <laughs> what was that? 
I said mom life right right now, but oh good. You know what? That's the most important thing you do. And uh yeah. You know, your yours is uh, you know, making sure they're fed and happy and playing with them and you know, my life with my kids is uh going to choir concerts and play practices and you know, all of those kinds of things and I mean, it I I guess if I can drive it home cuz you're you're really kind of embodying this right now is like we 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 have the benefit of doing cool stuff for work. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's I mean, I'm doing this so I can take care of the people I care about. Right? Mm-hmm. So that I can take care of my wife, I can take care of my kids, so my kids can have the opportunities that they want to do what they want to do mm-hmm. and right? That that that's what we're in this for. Um those are kind of the table stakes on this stuff, right? And then, you know, bonus points cuz it's fun. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I definitely feel you there. Um, if people want to connect with you on the internet, where do they find you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn. Um, you know, I don't really do Twitter anymore, um, that sort of thing. And I'm on Instagram, but it's really like my family and then fly fishing. I live in Colorado, so uh, oh, we're pretty go. outdoorsy. So we do a bunch of fly fishing. You'll see a lot of that. And then, you know, getting the kids into that. We just took yeah. Um, uh, my son skiing in he's two and a half, um, uh, in the mountains <laughs> this past weekend and, uh, things like that. So, um, yeah, but, yeah. and really excited for this year in Ruby and thank you so much for having me and, uh, letting my baby cry and <laughs> say no, hello to good. everyone. And, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see the rest of these and yeah, for the upcoming year. All right. Sounds good. Well, we'll wrap it up here. Till next time, folks. Max out.